You ready? Yep. Let's do it. Let's get it, Dan. Let's get it, boys. Where the West Side boys? West Side, West Side. Ben and Dan. Chilling in the basement. Man, Dan ain't got shit to do on a Friday. Nothing to do on a Friday. Nothing to do on a Friday, but get after it. A flanger? Let's figure it out. Oh, oh. Hello? Flanger. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> How you doing tonight? Everybody. Oh, man, dude. I was listening to that song the other day. I don't know how we got that type of version of it. Like, it doesn't really sound that way to me when I listen to the, the sound that we took off that, that copyright or that no copyright site. Yeah, I feel like we recorded it and then we just looped it or something, right? We might have, dude. I don't know. And then There's... we just like recorded over it. Yeah, well, I, I know... feel like we did it all like live though. Like we did, we yeah. only did like one take, and that's what we got from one yeah, take. But, yeah, but it was like a I don't know, probably like a ten minute thing, and that was what we like chopped up. There's some really awkward transitions there in the middle that. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. That we'll we'll uh, we'll take care of in cut number two. Yeah, chilling in the basement, version two. Number one hit, brah. I feel like it's so catchy. Like, I think about it all the time. <laughs> like, anytime basement. I hear the word chilling now, I oh, just yeah. always think of chilling in the basement. Yeah, all right. Okay. Uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome to episode, I think this is episode six. We, uh, we've we officially upgraded our uh, Podbean and Countdown Day, and we're, we're now pro users. So, we've hit the time nice. limit. Uh, so, I guess that's some sort of milestone, right? That is that is definitely it something us, to. It gives us access to some things that I'm gonna have to look into and play around with maybe this week that uh, or maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it later tonight. Maybe I'll uh, you know, have a couple brewskis, sit back and uh, play with our old podcast. Uh, see what kind of metrics we get on this new uh, this new platform, this upgrade. I like it. We got to start sharing it and saying it off to places. We should create a. <sighs> oh, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll create an Instagram page if you give me the link to the website. The gram. Yeah, we'll create an Instagram and we can just start sharing all the, the stuff. like the podcast on there too. All right. Um, just give like quick synopsis about what the episodes are. Start cataloging right. the, it. The synopsis of this is just going to be everything you needed to know about Jeffrey Epstein, but we're afraid to look up because you don't want the government to show up at your door tomorrow. Yeah, I'm hoping that I should probably get off these pages at some point here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh gosh, Jeffrey! Right, so me and Dan have had. What did you get yourself into? Researching who Jeff Epstein was over the past uh, couple of days here, and uh, this episode is sort of what we've come up with. Yeah, well, I guess before we get any further, the reason why is because Ben and I, we just like conspiracy. We like uh, That's right. We like the idea that uh, figuring out all the unknowns, you know. So. Yep. We thought uh, this is kind of one of the big conspiracies that's happened within the last couple of years. So we thought we'd do some investigation, look into a little bit. And ben, I'm curious to find out what you've you've kind of figured out, man. Yeah, man. I, I think you... you know, without without spoiling everything, I, I think that he was some sort of like spy character, like um, a ringleader. Ultimately, or like... no, like he was working with. Different, different governments to and in a classic like uh what what i think they call like a honeypot scheme the idea is just like you get drunk and party and uh have sexual escapades with world leaders and powerful people and then you use that as some sort of form of control leverage over yeah leverage dang that's so, wild man so what led you what led you to come up with that conclusion is just kind oh, of man. like so some of the stuff that you found like what'd you find so he, where do we start? <laughs> uh, where do we start? I think the where we start is Ghislaine Maxwell. So Ghislaine Maxwell's dad is a man by the name of Robert Maxwell. He was a publisher in Great Britain 
very, very wealthy, rich man. Very, you know, sort of, I think he owned a couple soccer teams at one point. Um, he had a yacht, giant yacht called the Lady Ghislaine that he actually fell off of and die, would die uh, in, yeah. in the early 90s. But um, He was a member of parliament, too. Wow. Yeah. After he died, his funeral shit. is attended by, like, multiple heads of, of state in Israel. The Jewish prime minister at the time, I think, gave his eulogy. And it was thought that he worked with the British... Uh, MI6, right? The British super, or super, like whatever they call them, yeah, special forces, like James Bond shit. Yeah. yeah. So he thought that he worked with them, the KGB, and the Mossad, possibly, but definitely the Mossad, which is the Israeli special forces. This is wild, man. He like I didn't Ghislaine realize it Maxwell's went to that father. level. He is Ghislaine Maxwell's father. 1991, he dies. 1991, I believe, or right around then, is also the year that Ghislaine Maxwell moves to the United States and starts hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Um, That's so, so crazy. You have this giant fortune, essentially, that disappears from Great Britain, and, you know, Jeffrey Epstein, nobody really knows where the man's money comes from, but it's one possibility. Yeah, he didn't even have a, he didn't even have a degree. Like, no, he didn't he have an education. Out, right? he, yeah. Some, yeah. He was a dropout. Like he went to, he went to a couple of different schools. He went to uh, Cooper Union, and then he went to New York University. And didn't get a degree from either one of those places. Yeah, and so then he he, a, he ended up like conning his way into some sort of like professorship or teaching job, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he had a lot of uh, different cons. I feel like you know this. It's it's interesting that you know, I I was just looking at that. Um, Glenn Maxwell's father, like yeah. his Wikipedia page, and oddly enough, um, he's actually considered like a, a suspected a spy and a fraudster himself. Right, right. So That's I wonder right. if like what you were saying, like about her, you know, all of a sudden just falling into Epstein's lap, maybe she was just like trying to butter him up to kind of be what that was. Right, exactly. Well, and yeah, maybe that's sort of where, or he had already been buttered up and that was just sort of the transition of yeah, where the sort of impetus of all of it was. That's wild, man. Isn't it? Yeah, dude. Like just thinking about like the complexity and the levels that are like yeah, that's behind why, this that's that why, they're like trying to yeah. that's why it's like you don't hear about it in the media anymore. The all the cover stories, it's all about the sexual stuff, right? It's yep. all about like, hey, how they were, you know, getting these little and it's that's you're completely fucked up, right? I'm not trying to defend that at all, but no, you not don't. At all, yeah. You don't see any of the media stories go deeper than that. Yeah, the dude, idea that it's like Jeff very Epstein surface level was, you know, he Clinton flew on his plane twenty some times, right? Nobody ever probes into that. You know, he yeah. he had an apartment or or a townhome in New York, it's like one of the better pieces of property in the city that was given to him by the guy who runs Victoria's Secret. Wow. Like, nobody wants to talk about that, right? Nobody wants to talk about that. But that's got, I mean, and that's where, you know, there's there's some sort of like, I don't know, I don't know, straight up spy, but it, it seems like that would make sense for what they were doing, who they were dealing with. I definitely think that he, he like, had a lot to do with, like, you know, the what you were just kind of mentioning earlier about getting people of power under their kind of control by basically having them like sleep with like underage women, like that whole, the, the whole sex trafficking thing. Yep. Like that, that to me, like it's so swept under the rug because of all the people that are involved, they just don't want that shit to like get out and like right. ruin people's reputations. But yep. like, well, and if I, he's, so I think that no. part of the ruse is also that you're going to have a lot of people who would have interacted with him who had no idea of what was going on with the with the, the sex trafficking stuff. I think yeah. there's a lot, you know, just because the I think the more you dig into it, the more you realize how like there were a lot of a lot of rich and famous people who interacted with him. Um, there's how no way not, that they were how all do they just not know that that's going on though if they're hanging around him all the well, time. Well, he may have some sort of reputation, but I think that it just depends on how far you lean into sort of his, you know, shtick. That but if sense. he's got that reputation or if anybody would have found out like that was kind of the reputation that he had, they would have distanced themselves from him a while before that. 
another sure. like i know this is going to sound crazy and i'm bringing another angle from this conspiracy in but like also like included with this sex trafficking thing i heard that they were just like taking women and like basically getting their adrenaline amped up and then like drawing their blood and like injecting or like drinking that blood in some way to like basically it's supposed to be like some great way to like i don't know like help your bloodstream or like the young blood. dude it was yeah forgive it it was, it was it's almost like doping or something i mean that sounds wild man dude wild, it's but... crazy i don't like that's yeah. and like supposedly like ellen and oprah were like somehow linked into this as well which <laughs> ellen and crazy oprah? yeah man like Ellen has been kind of like stepping back from like the limelight stuff and like issue, a lot of issues have been and like people were like accusing all these like rich people of like somehow figuring out the fountain of youth because of this you know the that one percent group you know yeah all I the one percenters that hang out outside of like the limelight you know if 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 you found out that okay this is this is what makes us stay young. And you're in that one percent. Are you going to share that with your one percent friends? I mean, I guess until people stop dying, or maybe they just all fake their deaths. Maybe it would like, you know, it's just like the Elvis figured this out first and has been drinking child's blood on some island somewhere for the past sixty years. Maybe. Nah, I don't know, man. That's a little too far for me. I mean, drinking, I know it's really kids reaching, blood. Dude. <laughs> I know it's huh? Drinking children's blood. I mean, maybe they're not necessarily like children. They're like younger people. Okay. They're not like under the age of, they're not like under the age of like 10 or 15. Are they drinking it or are they like, you know, injecting it or drinking it? I don't know, man. I gotta do like, I've, I've heard so many different things about it. All right. Well, I've read so many bullshit things. Like they're all just like, people are just throwing out all these conspiracies, man. Yeah. So back to Jeffrey Epstein, I want to play a Jeffrey Jeffrey. Yeah. I want to play a clip of, uh, Eric Weinstein, who is a, uh, he was a hedge fund manager at the time when he met him, but this guy is, he's uh, a financier, I guess. So he manages money, looks at, I think he manages money for Peter Thiel now. Um, Mm. But um, he also has proposed proposed a unified theory of physics. And like, basically, I think his thing is like looking at how physics and and modern economic theory sort of interact and and play off each other. So I'm going to play this clip. This is uh, him. Being introduced to Jeffrey Epstein, uh, this is from the Portal podcast. So I want to give them full credit there. Uh, it would have been a March 2020 episode, so about a year ago. Uh, but uh, I just want to play this about uh, six minutes of, uh, of content here. Okay. Here's what went into my meeting of Jeffrey Epstein. My recollection is, is that Jeffrey Epstein had a staff of young adult women who... I would guess we're in their late 20s, perhaps early 30s. They seem very professional. They seem very attractive. And that they seemed to take uh, his schedule and all of the sort of incidental executive function uh, duties off of his hands. Uh, principally, I dealt with them, according to my recollection, and not with Jeffrey directly. I believe I became aware that Jeffrey wanted to see me. And since I was at that time involved in a small hedge fund, I went to see him on 71st Street across from the Frick Museum. When I got to the door, it was an extraordinary experience. He, in fact, was living in what was for Manhattan, which is famous for relatively small dwellings, even for the very rich, in a very large townhouse. I went through the door, I was greeted, I was treated professionally, and I was led to a waiting room. In that waiting room, which I believe was off to the left as you entered, Uh, I sat in the chair for a while, and I noticed that there was a large mechanical piece of art, uh, and I believe that it had some electronics to it. After a while of sitting in my chair, my recollection is that I went up to this art object, and I started trying to inspect it. As I was looking at the art object, which I thought was quite innocent, I suddenly thought that I saw something like a lipstick camera. That is a very small camera whose lens was staring straight at me. My first thought was, holy cow, I've discovered that there's a hidden camera that has uh, been trained on me while I've been in this room. I thought myself to be rather clever for having found it. But my second thought was exactly the reverse of this. I bet this isn't that difficult to find. 
The object that it was buried in attracts attention, and it must be that people who look at this object invariably find the camera. And then I started asking myself, am I supposed to find the camera? Is this a test? Is, is this person trying to make sure I'm comfortable with being under surveillance? The whole thing was now quite queer, and I went back and I sat down as I recall it. Shortly thereafter, almost responsive to finding the camera, my recollection is that I was called out of this room and I was led to the back where I was to wait for Jeffrey Epstein in a very large room with an enormous dining table. Now, what was most memorable about this dining table was that it had a tablecloth that I thought to be incredibly inappropriate. What I recall was is that it had the appearance of uh, a draped coffin because the tablecloth was an extremely large American flag. If I recall correctly, there was another gentleman, um, perhaps another hedge fund person or a science person, who sat to my left. And I stared at this tablecloth and I thought, oh, you're going to serve me food on a tablecloth made out of the flag of my country? Or perhaps you're going to give me a beverage that might spill on the American flag? Is this a test of some kind of my loyalty to my country or whether I have some sort of morality that isn't burdened by some petty reverence to an inanimate object? I couldn't tell what was going on, but I started getting extremely agitated and in fact angry. And I think my, my feelings involved an expletive, which is F the person who decided that this was a good idea to put an American table, uh, flag as a tablecloth to test new people coming to the house. My recollection is that Jeffrey entered from the right with a young woman. In my mind, I remember her as being perhaps 22, 23. She was extremely attractive. As I recall, Jeffrey sat down and began bouncing this woman on his knee. So he motioned for her to sit down, and she appeared to be quite happy uh, in this role as Jeffrey asked questions and discussed uh, science, theories I had about markets, how they related to gauge theory, theoretical physics. I don't remember the man uh, saying much to me who was also in the room at the time. And so all I have a recollection of is the four of us, Jeffrey, the woman on his leg, and the other gentleman and myself. My recollection is also that in order to um, test our willpower and concentration, that Jeffrey would bounce this woman occasionally, that she would giggle, uh, in order to test our resolve as to whether we could stay focused in the conversation. I found him to be quite intelligent. He clearly was no slouch, but I also found that every single interaction with him resulted in my being backfooted conversationally. He was constantly trying to throw me off guard. And at some level, I was also irritated and angered. I was trying to keep my cool during this entire interaction. And I thought to myself, I don't know anybody who behaves this way. I knew several rich people at that point in my life, and I've known many more very wealthy people, perhaps billionaires, billionaires of 10 and 11 figure fortunes. To the best of my recollection, I've never met a single other person who behaved in such a strange way. He didn't appear to be really that focused on markets and trading, and he appeared instead to be focused in creating a kind of cartoonish notion of what a billionaire might be in a very poorly drawn James Bond or Marvel uh, comic movie. And in so doing, I came to start to believe that I was not really talking to somebody who was a hedge fund manager or a financier, but that I was instead talking to a very intelligent and extremely charismatic man. My recollection was that he was magnetically handsome, perhaps a little off in certain ways. Certainly he's been compared to Ralph Lauren, which was my thought. But he was uh, prematurely gray, if I recall uh, the image, and he had a kind of charisma that could probably be quantified in an era of facial um, recognition. There was something very, very unusual and compelling about him, despite the fact that he was more than a little bit lubricious. The meeting ended abruptly at some point, and I walked out. I remember feeling that there are very few times in your life when you feel the hair on the back of your neck rise up. I don't know whether that's literally what happened, but it was certainly the sense that I had met something unholy. And I remember calling my wife, and I remember talking to her, and I've used the word construct ever since. All right, so... <clears throat>
Interesting. There is a, another clip of him and he where he continues to talk about just Jeffrey Epstein and what he thinks uh, Jeffrey Epstein was. And he basically sort of talks about how he he, he it, it's sort of another, I don't know, 10 minutes, but he, he sort of goes about around about, how, you know, uh, in America, we've sort of cast this idea of like science um, to the side. And so, um, you know, we're not paying our <clears throat> our high end professors as much. And uh, the university, he talks a lot about like reforms or changes within the university. And I, I, I'm not really sure on the details there, but the basic yeah. idea, I think, is that. Jeffrey Epstein was sort of trying to uh, get into the space of like very smart people who were not very maybe highly compensated and maybe tried to uh, coerce them into being someone that he could control, I think is sort of the gist of it all. To like get them paid? Not necessarily get them paid, but, you know, maybe get them paid. I don't know. You know, it's 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 uh, like... You know, maybe control them, maybe use them somehow, you know, or bribe them, I guess, would be the word to use there. So that's why he got the Weinstein guy? Well, that's one of the reasons he wanted to meet with him. But, I mean, you you, you listen to the way that he goes through that, and it's very much like it's almost as if Jeffrey Epstein wants you to know that this is some sort of, like, test. And how you react yeah. to it is maybe how he reacts to you and whether or not he moves on and, and tries yeah, to yeah, I got continue that. Yeah. to, um, you know, throw women at you, essentially. Yeah. So it was like, was he going to take the bait? Exactly. Yeah. Dang, that's wild, man. It's interesting how he says, like, this was a very intelligent man. Like, he had an agenda and he knew what he oh, was yeah. doing. It wasn't like he was just kind of like just another smart head fun guy, you know? Right. Right. Well, he specifically says that he doesn't think he was, he knew much. A hedge fund. A hedge fund yeah. guy and was sort of just playing at a hedge fund guy, which, if you look in, I mean, there, you know, there's no like nobody has Jeffrey Epstein's trading history from his hedge fund, right? It's just he seemed to just have money, you know, mysteriously. Yeah. Mysteriously, he just has half a billion. So, uh, little side conversation. How would you react to that situation? Yeah, man. I mean, I feel like it's just more evident evidence that proves or like points to him allegedly like being this ringleader of this conspiracy around him being a spy i mean like yeah. if you think about like i mean the guy said it almost like when he was saying that you know it's almost like he was like a bond villain or like a, and like one of the evil characters from like a marvel movie or some marvel right. comic movie he's a character like, yeah. yeah so man. like i guess that i my my biggest takeaway is that i think that there's obviously something that's being covered up here because this guy, it doesn't make sense why he would have just killed he was, himself. He was in deep, bro. He was in yeah. deep. Yeah. Like the people. I mean, but if I have, to. if I have dirt on all these people, like, and I have a way of like, you know, not making myself be in prison for a lifetime or at least reducing my sentence. I'm taking everybody down with me. Fuck that. Right, which is why maybe they haven't, you know, been able to get Ghislaine yet. Maybe she's got more, you know, she's got like the if I die, all of this gets released type of uh, yeah. trigger going on. Yeah, no, I think that's that's probably true. I mean, I'm sure she's gotten – I mean, what happened to her? Is there any word she's, on like where she's at? I think she's currently awaiting trial is – uh is what's going on with her i actually think she might be in prison currently i wouldn't be surprised if she was donezo i mean it's just one of those things dude Maxwell. like with all the powerful people that they had you know dirt on i'm sure something out there is kind of like lurking to, to be discovered well, it looks like they just unsealed some Ghislaine maxwell testimony really yeah uh Ghislaine maxwell denied under oath you haven't given anyone including the late financier, Jeffrey Epstein, a massage. Really? So she's just saying, she's just going with, uh, I had nothing to do with it? Yeah, I don't think that's going to fly for her. Especially with, like, character weaknesses of the some of the young women who she, like, like, dude, wasn't that, like, a lot of what that uh, documentary on Netflix was? 
Yeah, it's like all some about, of the women that have the, come forward. Yeah, it's all about the girls who have come forward. So have you have you have you seen that yet? No, I was going to watch that. Okay, so that but... is basically the takeaway I had from that was that he is just some sort of like guy who was essentially uh, a go between trying to constantly find young attractive girls who he could then coerce into like, hey, do you want to go date a rich guy sort of thing and you yeah. know, give him a quote unquote massage. We all know what massage means at this point. Um, so that is sort of what he was, I think, you know? Yeah. And because they talk about when... Well, here's another thing. When they cut the deal for him initially with the initial charges in, like, 2008, Alex Acosta, I think is the guy's name, was the U.S. attorney at the time, and he was told that Epstein was intelligence and beyond his pay grade as a district... Who was he told that by? by whoever like whoever is his boss essentially like the u.s intelligence or attorney generals i guess so he was maybe he was a double spy then what's what i'm saying i think he yeah he may have worked with multiple spy agencies that's so wild Well, because when you think about the spy i mean other than maybe russia but you know the the british and israeli and american intelligence services are all going to be pretty closely aligned you know there's not a lot of deviation going on there that's so crazy. So, yeah, man. So they were told beyond, beyond his pay grade. And I think Ghislaine Maxwell was given some sort of non. Uh, she was given. She was she was somehow a part of that deal. They were saying it could screw with her. The prosecution of her in these new cases. And then well, but dude, there, like but there were like six. New... There were like five or six other girls that were mentioned. Well, there's well, I'm looking at this right now and it says like she's got this. I mean, she's got one two three four five six cases right now that are kind of like against her and epstein yeah but i mean there's she she's also it looks like she's got a case against epstein's estate i'm sure she wants some of that money oh yeah what is this oh yeah she filed the lawsuit in 2020 against the estate that's interesting we'll have to keep a uh Keep an eye, eye on what Mark, Mark Epstein's up to with all his new money. Oh, Hep- she filed a defamation suit against Geoffrey. Gu- 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 oh, Geoffrey Gu- or Geoffrey, the girl? Virginia yeah. Geoffrey or Geoffrey? Yep. Says the document included a deposition given by Geoffrey and more recent email exchange between Maxwell and Epstein, some of which the correspondence from 2015. So she continued to argue, dude, that's, there's so much to this, dude. It's like, we could probably like spend a good like month or two, like looking into all this stuff and investigating this. Yeah. I mean, just think about the idea that like, I'm telling you, there were like five other girls named in the deal he cut in 2008 as people who couldn't be prosecuted. So like somewhat on the same level as Ghislaine Maxwell, but. Think about the idea that, like, you know, throughout the documentary, I mean, these girls are just recruited from, like, local middle schools and high schools. We're just told, like, come give this old guy a massage. Or there's even evidence of Ghislaine putting out flyers around and, like, giving them to these girls that say, like, hey, are you interested in becoming a yoga instructor? Call, yeah. her, call Ghislaine. Call, you know, whatever her name was. Yeah. Just FYI, she was arrested in Bradford, New Hampshire. By yeah, the she's, FBI she's in jail. July 2nd. Oh, yeah, she's they in used, jail. They used the IMS, IMSI catcher. It's a Stingray mobile phone tracking device. Oh, nice. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, oh, I see this. She's got a lot going on legally here. Yeah. Lots of lawsuits. Yeah, dude, that's the connection. So I also wanted to talk about Ellie Cohen, or Eli okay. Cohen, or Ellie Cohen. He was a spy for Egypt in Syria, I believe in the 60s, whenever they had that uh, the war. Oh, yeah. And he was recruited by Mossad, sent to Argentina to basically look like a rich Syrian guy. Got in with yep. Syrians in Argentina comes back home to Syria, ends up getting involved in high levels of government in Syria and giving Israeli all sorts of intelligence for years. 
Uh, but it's basically through a honeypot scheme, right? He's just throwing these lavish parties and using all this money. And then while the people are drunk, uh, he's basically listening to them talk about intelligence and stuff like that and gaining their trust. Dang, dude. And that's very similar to what, you know, the Jeffrey Epstein character would have been. You know, you just add the idea that he's also a pedophile and has some sort of like pedophile sex ring involved with it all. And yeah. It's the same thing. Speaking of the sex ring, uh, I have to retract what I said about Ellen and Oprah. Okay. And other. So like supposedly that was all like BS. Like they were under house arrest because they were supposedly linked to the sex offender. They like created some sort of like story that was shared a bunch and it was just all BS, I guess. One of those internet stories. Huh? One of those internet stories. Um, the, yeah, just one of those stupid internet stories, man. But I guess there's like a group of people that have been spreading conspiracy theories online and then just like share it out to a bunch of people and then like a bunch of people share it out and it just like kind of turns into one of those. That's why it's like, you can't believe half the crap you read on the internet, man. No, you can't. It's called QAnon. QAnon. QAnon? Q. Q Annan. Q. It's like literally like Q A N O N. Daddy Q. Yeah. Yeah, that's the uh, capital storming, folks. Yeah. Okay. So where we go, one we go all is their slogan. Jesus. Maybe we'll do an episode on Q Annan one of these days. Those idiots. But yeah, they they were just saying that uh, they like spread like a bunch of rumors about how well-known politicians and celebrities are under house arrest for like sex trafficking gotcha. and such when in, in fact they're just hanging out at their house because they don't want to deal with regular people yeah but yeah just did some fact checking so sorry ellen sorry oprah if you guys were listening we apologize we're ellen and oprah friendly podcast uh yes oprah over ellen uh all day yeah sorry Absolutely, I mean, Oprah over Ellen. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather talk to Oprah over Ellen. I feel like not that Ellen's not an interesting person or wouldn't be fun to talk to, but Oprah. She just, can just be condescending sometimes. Okay, but to me, yeah. Oprah is like a, she's like an economy to herself, you know. Oh my god, yeah, dude, she's like made so many things just huge, man. She was she has her own network. Yep, the O network. That's wild, man. She just claimed the letter. You know, I mean, she's so, got to have stacks, dude. Oh yeah, she's got lots of money. I think I like she's saw her Oprah house money. one time in the Chicago Burbs. I'm pretty sure there's a Dave Chappelle skit about Oprah's money. Oh yeah, there is. <laughs> that was Oprah a good one. Rich. Oprah Rich. No, yeah, I I would definitely uh, choose her, but yeah, dude, I think that the thing with Eli. Um, like being that that spy for Syria and such, like in yeah. Israel or whatever. Um, well, it's, yeah, it's just dude, an example of how spy was executed, work. man. Yeah, he, he was. was yep. Yeah, yeah. They eventually figured it out and they hung him. Yep. Which During... is wild because, like, that's exactly how Epstein died. Right. Yep. You see, in the interim too. But the thing is, is like how open Israel was back in the day when they when he was discovered in Syria, they like openly pleaded with Syria to bring him, give him back. I think the Pope even tried to intervene. Really? Yeah. But they were like, nah, we got him. They were like, nah, we're going to hang this guy. Like, apparently, he, he got it so far up in, like, at one point, they were saying the Golan Heights, which is a, a key point in between Syria and Israel. Mm-hmm. He toured the Golan Heights at one point and saw that the the off, the the soldiers were in the heat convinced the Syrian military that they needed to plant trees where the soldiers were in order to provide them with shade. And when Israel finally invades or they have a fight over the Golan Heights, they use the trees as markers for their artillery. Oh my gosh. And he shared that information with them. Right, exactly. Isn't that wild? That's so crazy, man. That just makes me think that, like, how much stuff did, like, did Jeffrey Epstein have his hand in of stuff that, like, was going on in the U.S.? Who We'll probably never really know. We will never know. But it's crazy to think that he could have, like, 
had enough power. I mean, half a billion dollars is known for basically what people really don't know how you got a half a billion dollars. Yeah. Pretty wild. It is really wild, man. Like, I can't even wrap my brain around it right now. It's insane. <laughs> All right, so you were going some through some of his his will uh, stuff. Is that correct? You said you were saying earlier? Yeah, I mean, I just, like, was quickly skimming through it, just kind of, like, looking more or less, like, at where all of his finances were. I didn't realize that this dude had over half a billion dollars that's, in assets and, like, cash. Like, he had over $56 million in cash. Who has that much cash? I mean, like yeah. that is one thing that blew my mind is like, I mean. All right. Fifty six million dollars. What's the first thing you're going to buy? If I had fifty six million dollars, the first thing I would buy is a house, like a dope house. A dope. Spend a couple million on a house. Well, I mean, I'm easily spending like ten million and having it like a smart house with like everything I ever even wanted or needed, you know, like. I would have like a trampoline room like Bill Gates. Like I would do some dumb stuff. All right. Like I would probably have a kitchen that literally had every appliance I could ever think that I would need or want. All like right. I would probably have a sauna and like at least a spa at my house. Like it would be one of those things. Like I would never want to leave. Watch out for those massages, bro. They'll get you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I think that sauna idea is a great idea. I'll definitely go that route. Um, but, yeah, dude, he – I mean, this guy had over $112 million in equities. Like, he had aviation assets, automobiles, and boats, like, equivalent to, like, almost $19 million. I mean, when you're the front for the peto ring for the U.S.-Israeli, you know, alliance, yeah. that's, uh, that's, I guess, what you get, you know? Yeah. So, like, they say that his – overall like worth was you know 577 million but they also there's a note in here that says fine arts antique antiquities collectibles valuables and other personal properties to be determined subject to appraisal okay so so he had some other stuff that they haven't valued yet so like i'm sure he's probably got homes and like art pieces and like yeah i mean if, if he was given that house from the playboy guy Think about how many other people probably gave him things to keep him quiet from saying stuff. The Vicky secret guy. Just want to. How much hush? How much hush money does? I mean, this guy has fifty-six million dollars in hush money. What it looks like to me. Straight cash. You need to be hush. Straight cash. I got you. (laughs) Just straight cash. Yeah, I'll probably buy like six Lambos. You would not buy six Lambos. You don't need more than one. So me and all my friends could have one. Race them around. My the. The financial side of me is cringing at the six Lambos, I'm bro. I'm kidding. You're not going to race six. Well, I mean, it would be cool to race six Lambos around. I mean, if you got how cool would it be to, like, make your own Mario Kart race track? That would be dope. Wouldn't that be awesome? I think like, we could just get a bunch you, of, like. Hey, hey, what do you think MIS costs? I just want to buy a racetrack. I up. mean, I don't know. That's actually kind of cool. That would be kind of dope to buy a racetrack. I want a type of insurance stuff you'd have to. That's actually a really good idea, man. We should look into that. It's going to be expensive. Expensive. But like you, you you've been to. Uh... Oh man, Pigeon Forge down in Tennessee. Uh, I have not been to Pigeon Forge. Oh man, Pigeon Forge in Tennessee is sick. Is it? It's like yeah, it's like a young kid's fantasy. Okay. There's like big arcade and like all these other like fun activities outdoors one of the things is uh they have this i mean it's basically like a mario kart track and uh it's just like um what are they called what are those like little race car things they're not race cars they're like the oh my gosh go-karts yeah, go-karts. Thank you. Why couldn't I think of the freaking name of go-karts? No, so there's like this go-kart track that was like multiple levels. So you have to like drive oh, up this dang. ramp and then That's drive awesome. down and around this like wheel thing. Dude, it's 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 pretty awesome. It's a sick racetrack. But yeah, dude, go-karts. Those things are bad. All right. So Michigan International Speedway was bought by NASCAR in 
2019 with so nascar is buying the parent company of michigan national speedway and other racetracks in a deal valued at two billion dollars so i don't think we're going to be able to buy a racetrack with 56 million unfortunately yeah that's a lot of money that's a lot of money that how do they man one day dan one day that's that's a very <laughs> to get to that level that's like magnitudes of insanity above what we're dealing with right now one day we'll own mis dan and we can throw whatever special concerts we want out there <laughs> special concerts no, they do, i mean you can do everything they do festivals I know out they, there now they, right well, they have wait. What'd you say? They do festivals out there now, right? Like oh yeah, festivals. Horses. I've been to a wine. I've been to a wine fest out there. Oh yeah, I did. At I MIS, did, I did some sort of alcohol festival out there. We did that together. Did we do it together? Yeah, that was way back in the day, dude. That was like right after we turned like twenty-one. I feel like. Now I, I went there within the past like five or five years with Katie, with the wife. Oh, okay, then that had to have been after me. Yeah, dude. I but I, used I went to go one. There and year, work I feel like I went kid. one year with you though. You might have. I I used to work out there during the race weekends when I was uh, in like high school. Oh yeah, I've worked the work the races before. You can get quite a bit of money too. Yeah. Me and my buddies, we uh, <laughs> we we did a like a tequila margarita stand. Okay. And like, we were charging like so like we bought the margarita pitchers and we're like charging people like like five dollars for a cup and then to come back for a refill it would be like half so like 250 or whatever okay and like we made so much money off that dude dude. it was insane five bucks a cup is nice it's a nice case for a margarita but it's probably cheaper than what you can buy it from the vendors out there oh yeah man i just remember like we just brought we brought all of our own stuff yeah (laughs) i just remember the strange phenomena of free chewing tobacco like you Oh yeah, so much. We used to get plastic bags full of it. Yeah, dude. What is going on with that? It's just that's that was like a thing. It's like I don't it's like samples at Sam's on a Saturday. You get Seriously, that's exactly what it want, was. It you was want insane. some chewing tobacco? Here's some chewing tobacco. Stand in line. Look at our look at our uh, you know, models. Here, have some chewing tobacco. At least they were I I feel like they checked whether you were eighteen, but it was still it was just such a wild like thing. It's like that's one of the only places in the world where you'll find that type of stuff, right? Is NASCAR races? Seriously, massive amounts of free chewing tobacco for free. For NASCAR. free, NASCAR. <laughs> what? What's your cut, NASCAR? Dude, that have you ever heard? <clears throat> yeah, races out there, wild man, so loud. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's loud. so loud. You have to wear headphones for sure. All right, your back, ears are just back, back to Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Oh yeah, how do we get so far off track? I don't know, man. It just it just goes sometimes. It's the drinking. It's Friday night, people. Friday night. I got a nice uh, Guinness extra stout here. Actually, drinking the stouts tonight. You drinking ever been whiskey. to? You ever been to Bell's on All Stouts Day? All Stouts Day? Yeah. No, I've actually. I think I've only been to the Bell's Brewery in Kalamazoo one time. Really? Yeah. It's one of my favorite places. I'm not that big of a fan of Bell's. I mean, Bell's is okay. I like their Christmas uh, stout, or it's like their Christmas. They do. A yeah, Christmas. it's a Christmas stout. Is it a stout? Okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I liked it. It's like a winter stout. Yeah, man. Too, um, too hard. It is like the all-time beer for me. Yeah, I. That's just, I can't, it's I can't so drink heavy it much for me, anymore. Man. I feel like yeah. I drink one of those, and I feel like my stomach is feeling like it's going to explode. Yeah, I can't. Now that I'm an old person, I can't drink much at all. I drink it as much, but uh, that was yeah. like the the go-to beer for for my twenties, I guess, is what I would say. Yeah, Bell's too. You know what I've been really on a kick for lately is tequila. Whoa! All right, yeah, man. just Let's like sipping rowdy. tequila on the rocks. Tequila gives me a real positive energy. There's always good vibes. Right? always good vibes i've never drank tequila and felt like angry at all (laughs) like it's so it's so like just in like the one i've been drinking this lately shout out to the rock terramana okay it's like his tequila brand or whatever that he made and created nice dude if you ever get an opportunity i don't know if you're much of a tequila guy it's so good to just sip on the rocks dude or like a little splash of lime juice oh I'm just glad Dude, to see it's... The Rock and be successful in at least one more area of his life. 
you know yeah he did wrestling he did football he uh he does tequila now he's he's he, he does tequila he's got like energy drinks now too oh really he, he does like yeah he, he does like fashion stuff like he's he, he designed like shoes dang he designed like clothing and stuff yeah man he's been working with under armor for all of his like clothing and shoes and stuff like that and then uh i mean obviously you know he's he's a probably the highest paid movie star in the world right now is he yeah you think so oh absolutely i know so highest paid movie star in the world the rock yeah look it up man it's crazy he's like the biggest action star in the world right now highest paid He's been in Dwayne, a lot of stuff Dwayne in the last Johnson, few years. Dwayne Johnson, $87.5 Dude, Ryan Reynolds is second. That's crazy to me. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is like him and him and uh, The Rock are actually doing a movie together that's supposed to be coming out this year. Are they? And like Gal Gadot. Oh, wow. But you know, but uh, I know we're not. We're going away from the Jeffrey Epstein thing again. But yeah, I think, uh, yeah, did, yeah, that's all right, though. Whatever. Did you know that The Rock is going to be in the Marvel or not the Marvel, excuse me, the DC universe. As what? He's going to be Black Adam. Black Adam? So like I've never heard of Black um, Adam. Shazam, right? Shazam was the guy who, the, his, character? The, the kid who was Billy Batson, that when he said the name Shazam, he turned into this like, he, he looks like a grown man and he like has the power. He's like the speed of okay, yeah, yeah. I know like all about. the different Greek gods or whatever, right? They're all yes. like mixed together into making Shazam. Okay. So Black Adam is like the what's the he, he's not a bad guy, but he's not a good guy. He's like kind of like the he's like a he's like the venom. Yeah, right. he's an anti-hero. Okay. Thanks, Ash. Shout out to my sister Ashley. Nice. Thanks, Ashley. The, the anti-hero. anti-hero. He's like an anti-hero of the of like DC. Okay. Right. And so that's he's like be one the of rock? those guys. Yeah, the Rock. So he's gonna be he's gonna be somewhat of a bad guy. Like he he's got like somewhat of an evil past like he he used the powers of shazam for evil but he's also not like so evil to the point of like you know he he, he doesn't do anything good you know like i think right. he thinks of he's like conflicted. the betterment of his people and stuff like he started off like he does bad for good yeah he rapes but, but anyways, saves. so the rock is that's like the big thing on the rock's plate this year and like i know that's kind of like going to be a big one for dc comics because you know with them rebooting the Zack schneider stuff now they got a lot of stuff on their plate that's coming out this year there's like the new suicide squad movie which is like getting a lot of hype because there's a lot of stuff a lot of people in that movie and a lot of stuff going on all right i think you should look into that one black <laughs> adam? You, it, Dude, it's supposed to be pretty comical i'd be down for some black adam i'm looking at the wikipedia page right now and this might be some of the superhero stuff i'm into the anti-hero yeah. is something that uh, I'm cool with that. So the Suicide Squad movie is just a bunch of anti-heroes, right? Okay. So it's like all yep. these people who are like bad guys but are like doing the good for the people and stuff, right? For the people. So this new anti-hero movie that's coming out has John Cena is like one of the characters. All right. And uh, he just looks like a, a, a doofier Captain America, and it's so funny. But he has like he has like a gun and like this weird – helmet that he wears and like it's just ridiculous but oh man you got to check it out all right um we'll check out the john cena but yeah so the dc is actually um the zach schneider cut they're they're releasing the trailer uh on sunday on valentine's day this is the the four hour long superhero one yeah and then and then the trail and the movie's actually coming out in march Oh, nice! So, are they yeah, doing theater is. release? When is I don't June, know if when is I don't June know if it's going to be theater release or not yet. I feel like if they start opening up the theaters, it's going to be the biggest movie to hit the theaters in a long time. Well, the thing I'm concerned about is it being a four-hour movie. Man, how many people are going to fucking sit in their seat for that entire movie? It's going to annoy me if a bunch of people are getting up and down. I don't know, but they've yeah, that's true. Four hours, you're going to need like an intermission. Yeah, but uh, no. So, question for you: I know you're not uh, too big of a of the comic Marvel, but you do you and Katie have Disney Plus? Uh, I think so. Yeah, dude. So they have that new Marvel series on there called WandaVision. Oh yeah, is that about? Uh, I actually, strangely enough, ran into this the other day. What was I looking up? 
Wanda Max is not Wanda Max. Yeah, it is Wanda Maximoff. Maximoff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is that what the the series is about? The WandaVision stuff. Yeah. That- so like Wanda Maximoff and like Vision are like the two characters from like the MCU that this show is like based on or whatever. Um, but it's it's kind of interesting how they film it because the first two episodes you don't really necessarily like know what's going on and it's like changing through the generations like the the way that the show kind of is laid out goes from like the 50s and now like to the new episode that came out today is is supposed to be like the 90s or whatever but it's crazy each episode they kind of just like move through like the the time periods and stuff and like have really? like each each show has like a different uh style so like you think of the shows that were like big in the 50s they like made that episode kind of along those the style lines of that so, so like you're watching it and you're like what the hell like is this i love lucy or something like right. so what's <laughs> it's the black and white but it's a superhero show yeah yeah so the premise behind it and spoiler work spoiler spoil alert. away spoil away um there's like this alternate dimension that wanda has created out of her depression for kind of like what's happened in her life and kind of like it's just like a culmination of like all the crap that she's dealt with like her brother dying and like vision you know being killed and stuff and like the snap happening and all that all that stuff that's kind of gone on and so she like created this alternate dimension and kind of like brought all these other people into it right so like they're they're kind of in there under their own will and there's like this investigation that's kind of going on as to like how this is happening why it's happening but kind of like where they're at in the series right now is just like not knowing a whole lot of information other than what it appears to be is that Wanda is the one who's controlling everything, right? So they think that the government or like this government organization called SWORD thinks that she's like a terrorist and a threat. And so they bring in like all this firepower and all this military people to come kind of like put her in her place and like, you know, get her to stop doing what she's doing. Basically, she just comes out and like drops the mic on him and says, this is my world, leave me alone get out of here and stuff and then like goes back in and then like that was the end of the last episode whoa but it's it's pretty it's pretty intense man and like it's like she has her own matrix yeah like it's 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 really interesting like the powers that she's kind of like displayed and like it's it's crazy to think what she has the abilities to do um if if like you're if you follow or if you're familiar with like the marvel stuff in general you know that some of her power she kind of got accelerated from one of the actual infinity stones which was the space stone and so the space stone appears to like heightened her abilities or whatever and like given her more strength and so like she's only like figuring out like the depth of the ability of her powers and stuff and how strong she actually is um she's got like psychic yeah. powers right she can like move stuff she can like yeah she can yeah she has tele telekinesis um she has mind control um she has the ability to like shoot like she shoot laser beams out of her eyes not laser beams but like sort of like, like laser this, beams. she can like like plasma con- she can like um what is the what's the word it's like conjure Conjure? conjure conjure huh conjure yeah she can like conjure energy and like shoot it at people and stuff awesome yeah it's pretty it's so pretty she's, cool she's pretty powerful um, she's created, she can fly she's created her own matrix in her own mind and is now owning it on disney plus yeah but she's like keeping people in there under their own power well and like can, kind of basically controlling them to do everything so is she uh same chick that was in the movies is the character on the disney yep. plus show okay. elizabeth olsen yep okay gotcha yeah she's oh, a smog uh, show dude she's mary, so hot mary kate and ashley's sister yep younger sister look at that who would have thought you know yeah we are. well it's funny the last episode they actually they made references to full house last episode nice. which was really funny yeah it was like that, like the whole intro scene where they're like running through the park, like holding hands and stuff, and they like sit on the park, sit down in the park on like the the blanket and stuff. 
got a grind. Man, you know, she's, man, it sure helps being Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen's sister, but for her to be, you know, doing it at a high level like that's impressive, you know? Oh, she's way more famous than her sisters will ever be. Really? Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. All for right. sure. Man, I don't know, I man. Mean, Mary like, Kate and Ashley were pretty big the, in the 90s. So the younger generation knows her like tenfold than they know the Olsen twins just being on all those movies and shows, right? Right, but the older generation, like my generation, our generation, yeah. is much more yeah, familiar that's... with the twins than... That's true. I mean, Full House was, they just did the reboot, you know? Yep. I don't know. I th- I still think I'm on the Mary-Kate. Well, what You're still on the Mary-Kate? And Ashley. Yeah, I feel like the, the problem, fame. though, is that Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen never did anything after they were they were kids. No, they did not. Let's see. Mary-Kate so like, and Ashley net worth. Let's see who's worth more. Oh, that's interesting. They are worth they are worth Jeffrey Epstein amounts of money, five hundred million. Oh yeah, from all their royalties on the sh- on the. Well, dude, the, they had their own like video series that my little sister was all about that Olsen twins back. All right, Ashley Olsen. Well, she looks very similar to the them. Okay, uh, what is her net worth? Only eleven million. Oh, eleven. Okay. Oh, this is no. I'm Ashley. looking at. I'm this looking at Ashley. Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth. Yeah, I uh, definitely typed in the wrong name here. I went from Mary Kate to Ashley. Okay, only eleven. So yeah, so the the older ones still got her. The twins still got her. That's so crazy that their net worth to combined is over five hundred million. It is crazy, but they have their own like. I think they did went to fashion a little bit. I'm they did you, go man, into fashion. In those movies they made, little girls in the 90s, that's all they did was watch Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen movies. Yeah, it says the duo of the Olsen twins have a combined net worth of $500 million. That's nuts. The richest women in entertainment, even though they have not had a major film or TV roles in more than 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. That's crazy, man. That their name is just that powerful, the Olsen yeah. twins. Like yep. you say, the Olsen twins, and people just like, I bet you they're friends with Jeffrey Epstein. They may have been. I don't I'm know. not even kidding. Like, not even trying to be like. Possibly, although I don't know if, to... if his whole thing was like science and stuff. I don't know. Maybe the Olsen twins not quite up his alley. But like young, pretty girls. Yeah, but I he's a powerful guy. They're <sighs> powerful women. Maybe, maybe, but I don't think it was like. He's just going around finding other hot, attractive, rich people and trying to have orgies with them, you know? Yeah. Maybe. But I don't think that's how it was. I think it was just trying to get specific people at specific times based on how they sort of reacted to them. They created a clothing line. That's that's why. what That's where the money comes from. Yeah. I guess. It says they're ready-to-wear clothing line Mary Kay and Ashley, real fashion for real girls, is sold exclusively at North American Walmart stores. Oh, they're oh. on the Walmart train. Oh, that's that why Walmart. they're so wealthy. They're on that Walmart train, man. You know what, though? I mean, I'll tell you what. If I had money and could sell something that was being sell, sold at Walmart that was an eye grabber, I would do it too, man. Sure, why not? Jump on the Walmart train. Yeah. We need to make a, a chilling in the basement trinket we can sell at Walmart, ready to wear, chilling in the basement. Uh, what, what do we want to do? T-shirts maybe, I guess? Yeah. Bad. I guess. Good luck. Yeah, We're not going to be able to. We need a little more Dude. clout before we go up against the Olsen twins. I want to, like, create a hat company. A hat company, okay. Yeah, dude. I feel like hat, like lot. Think about how many people wear hats. Lots of people wear hats. I'm like wearing a hat right now. Find, if you could find like a really good material, and then just like a really good designer, and just like rip through a bunch of different hat designs, and like, dude, okay. you could just sell. Like it, it, it can't be that expensive to like make a bunch of hats, right? No, I think you just got to come up with an original design. Yeah. But, like, create a bunch of different logos and, like, I don't know. I just feel like hats would be a good business. Yeah, dude. I'm down to try to sell some hats. Just got to figure out. We could make, like, hunting hats or, like, just, like, chilling hats. 
working out hats, like all different types of hats, man. Yeah, there you go. Hat time. I got trucker hat. Like, I just, I feel like people do hats so cheaply and like, yeah, I don't know. They're not, not much to like a trucker hat style hat. You just got to get some mesh in the foam. Yeah. Cheap enough to make. It's a decent idea, man. Yeah. I feel like we need to start our, our idea tank, man. We just do an idea just, like, tank hang episode. out. We just like hang out outside of the podcast and just like start writing down ideas and then we can also work on our script yeah dude next week for, uh, you're coming in the studio right death of yeah what day do we want to do that because i'm i actually like okay so we could we could talk about this offside of the podcast all right Don't. well you want to call it then for the night and then we'll uh we'll discuss the uh the next episode yeah let's do that all right until next time folks adios adios